Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. Please avail yourself on the playlists that are available on BitChute, on Brighteon, and on YouTube. The playlists are a better way for you to work your way through a particular type of content. So if you're a Christian, you've been in the church for a long time, but maybe you have never heard anything about Genesis 6, the return of fallen angels to the earth, the rise of the Nephilim, and how they will present themselves in the end of days as hybrid creatures, as aliens, and as something that has been popularly shown, popularly shown to people across the world for at least the last 20 to 30 years, the X-Men and the super soldiers and the superheroes, you can look at the Supernatural playlist. There's a Supernatural playlist for giants and fallen angels. There's a Supernatural playlist for aliens. There is also good teaching on angels and how we are to understand them from God's perspective and not the man-worshipping perspective that we currently have today. There is a playlist on Russia and China that is crucial because America is going to end up under attack from these two countries, and it will have a very devastating end on this nation. And that is because God says that America's punishment is to fall into the hands of her enemies and not to be able to win or extricate herself. Today's prophecy, I will just give you a glimpse of the picture. That is a man wearing what women commonly called, called bralettes. Today's prophecy is called Dry Rivers, Dry Wombs. I received it right in the middle of this year, which I've already said was a challenging time for me because of the types of prophecies that God was giving me. Stiffly challenging prophecies that were challenging, that were exposing sexuality in high places, sexuality among the rich, the rich what they prefer, um, sexuality among famous, what they prefer, Sexuality in the church, that the church is greatly gay, that the church has something that I found out is called down low life, where the male deacons prefer each other's sexual company, and that is why they stay in the churches for a long time and they're not married, and things like that. Today's word, dry rivers, dry wombs, you are going to need resilience and absorbency for this prophecy because it is a challenging look at what the world will look like when all the restrain, restraining protections that we have in the legal system, all the restraining um, protections that we have in the homes, parents who are supposed to look after children, watch over children, adults who are supposed to watch over children in school, watch over children in different areas, what will happen when basically personal restraint and societal restraint, restraint breaks down and we start to see a world of, self-denial and literal madness taking place. So there's nothing much to say, but for this prophecy to, but for this prophecy to be read out in full, sometimes the prophecy simply does the talking. And so when I woke up that morning, this was not a dream. This was the Lord talking to me and revealing things by his spirit. And I was seeing visions and I was getting the understanding laid on my heart by him. And so the first thing, the first thing that he said as soon as I woke up is that he was telling me that men are going to breastfeed in the future. I'm not speaking about trans men. So I'm not speaking about women who have decided 
that they are men and that they are going to live as a male, but then because they still have a womb, they still have a uterus, they are able to receive seed, able to conceive, and then they breastfeed and then they call themselves men who are breastfeeding. I'm talking about actual male-born XY chromosome men, the ones that we know as men. God says that men will be able to breastfeed in the future and that men will also give birth his exact phrase was, men will become women and women will become men. Now, please understand that the word become does not mean is. I have already completed the prophecy that is called a man is not a woman and a woman is not a man. And I will link that in the description. In the world that is coming, anyone can become, that is go through a metamorphosis, go through either a chemical or go through even a slightly medical or go through a supernatural change to become something else. So becoming is different from is. A woman is a woman. A man is a man. But God is saying that in the world ahead, anyone can become anything they want for a price. As long as you have the money to pay for it, you have the means to pay for it. And as long as there is someone willing to supply it, becoming will very much be part of the future. He was telling me that men are going to have wombs artificially implanted in them. And with those falsely implanted wombs, men will be able to carry children to term. The Lord said that since women don't want children and they keep aborting them and they're out in the streets in force fighting for their rights, campaigning for their rights to take life. He said the devil will take the life-making ability from women and give it to men. Perversion will arise as men become women and women lose what they had to men. And this society of breastfeeding men will arise with militant females rising up on the other side of it. Feminine men, the Lord said, and military women. And as he was talking to me, I began to have this feeling or this phrase appearing in my heart. And that phrase was called the natural bus line. So it kept coming in my heart, almost like an, like a phrase that you would hear on advertising or TV, the natural bus line, the natural bus line. This is not surgery. This is not transgenderism. So this is not men going to have surgery to have false implants put in, or even men taking the various things that they take, whatever. This is the same natural bus line that appears on a natural born XX chromosome female when she enters into puberty and her chest begins to go through the natural development process. When she begins to take on the natural shape of womanhood, I saw that men were now able to undergo that process as well. And of course, transgender men wanted it, but the people who were getting it were men who wanted to get breasts and still be men. And let me tell you what I saw. I saw three people sitting in a house. So it was a reporter and also a cameraman. So four people, a reporter was sitting on a chair at a kitchen table, or he was sitting at the kitchen table and he had set up the lights and everything for an interview for a man who had a very big chest and his wife, they were sitting on like a russet or a maroon colored couch with cream colored curtains in the background. 
giving an interview. So husband and wife were together and the wife was next to her husband and he had his hand on her knee. He had a chest. His wife had a chest. I could not see their faces. God cut off the picture at the neck. So I just saw a man and his wife. And then the reporter was the one who I saw and he was mic'd up and the couple was mic'd up. And then the cameraman was there capturing the whole scene. And this man was being interviewed with his 40 inch bust. And he was saying in response to a question the reporter had asked him, this is what he said. No, you don't understand. I'm not transgender. I'm a man. This is my wife. We have children together. <laughs> I don't want to be a woman. My wife understands me. She knows that I have great respect for the female body. And I'm just in awe of what a woman can do. I just thought, since I enjoy breasts so much, I mean, who doesn't? He said, as men, we're exposed to breasts since we were babies, right? So I just thought how nice it would be to have a pair myself. I spoke to my wife about it, and we agreed that it would be okay for me to explore this area if I wanted to. So you can play the video back and go back through what this man said. But for me, the most important part of his statement is, I talked to my wife about it and we agreed it would be okay for me to explore this area of what I wanted to do. And this is going to be the linchpin description over humanity and the choices that it makes going into the future and into the beast system. If you've ever wondered, how do we end up the slave of robots? If you've ever wondered, how do we end up this? How do we end up going sterile? How do we end up with less kids? How do we end up dying off? It begins with this statement. We agreed that it's okay. We agreed that it's okay for me to marry the 16-year-old. We agreed that it's okay for our child to be a drag stripper, even though he's only seven. We talked about it, and we decided that the laws of God were very restrictive, and we decided that whatever evil imagination entered our minds, it's okay for us to explore it. That is how people will end up doing all these things that as I am prophesying them now, people constantly cannot believe that this could ever happen, but it will. And so he was sitting there explaining that he and his wife had agreed. And the interviewer was leaning forward very interestedly and capturing their every word for the news media later on. And you will hear how the media is going to play a massive role in publicizing and hyping up all the sickening changes that are going to come. And so this is the reality that is ahead for the world and America in particular, a mental illness ward filled with increasingly difficult freak show options a lopsided world. And when you finally see it on TV one day, you will remember that the spirit of the Lord spoke of this to you when things were still moderately normal, warning you that all of it was coming because that's the Holy Spirit's job. He goes ahead to prepare this earth for the coming of the Lord. He goes ahead to make sure that every single prophecy out of the Bible comes true. Part of his work is to convict this earth of sin, but part of it is to show forth the things that will be so that when it comes, we will know who was the spirit that was speaking. And so this natural bus line, men are going to be able to get it by taking something. I don't know what it is. In the prophecy, I said, let's just call it chesty prone, right? So chesty prone is going to hit the market and then men will take it 
and it's going to be marketed at as all natural. So it's not going to be the synthetic medication. They're going to create something marketed as all natural, and it will take the flat chest of men through the same process of metamorphosis that our chests go through until they end up with a naturally grown bus line as big or as moderate as they want. On the other side of this, God was showing me that women will struggle with a host of fertility problems. Hostile womb, I've spoken about that in previous prophecies. This means an unfriendly womb environment where you just cannot conceive. I saw something else called slack womb. Women kept dropping the baby. It was a form of like a spontaneous abortion. People just could not hold the pregnancy. I saw many people were unable to um, carry seed, which means even if you lie with the man and you receive the seed, the seed could not implant or the seed was killed by the environment of your womb. The seed was not even able to, to fertilize an egg. Your womb would kill it. Or even if you had been fertilized, the, the fetus could not implant properly and women kept losing what might have been a pregnancy. I saw that there were serious childbearing issues ahead in the future, lack of fertility. Some women stopped having a period altogether. They could no longer ovulate. Their bodies refused to drop any form of egg. They could not have a period and their wombs were just dry, dead, unproductive trees. And the scripture the Lord gave me for this was right out of 2 Samuel verse 6 and verse 23. 2 Samuel chapter 6 and verse 23. And it says, Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no child to the day of his death. So you can go to 2 Samuel 6 and read what happened. Michael cursed King David when he was in the middle of praising the Lord. And a curse came upon her for that. And basically, God says that for the sin that women continue committing on the earth. What's this? Being party Susan, no offense to Susans, just being out there in the streets, fornicating, sleeping, having orgies, taking drugs to enhance your pleasure. You're lying all over the place with women. You're lying all over the place with men that you are not married to. Some people are working on what is called their body count, which means that they have a certain target number of males they want to sleep with in a year. And older people, this can be well above 150 men in case you don't know what the children are doing now. And so for all these sins, the Lord says that curses will be released on the earth because Satan's deviance has to be answered with judgment. Whoever gives in to the deviance of the devil, you are setting yourself up for the judgment of God. And so God said, I will shut their wombs. They will have dry wombs. I will dry up the rivers and the men will be impotent I will dam up the gates and they will not have children. And remember the title of this prophecy is dry rivers, dry wombs. So that is that. He says, for, for rejecting my gift of childbearing, in fact, for going out and campaigning against it as if it is a curse, a curse will come upon them and the voice of children will disappear from among them. This is the word of the Lord. Now do not forget that I recently brought a prophecy where I said that in addition to the normal child trafficking where people are trafficking children to have sex with them, to ritually abuse them, and to sell them to people 
a new form of trafficking will begin, and that is the world of baby stealing. The hospitals will be complicit with this, so make sure that you know your doctor and your nurses and you have very strict protocols in place when you deliver, or they will just tell you, I'm sorry, it was a complicated pregnancy. We did all we could to save the baby, but we couldn't save the baby. And meanwhile, your child is on his way to some other state, to the mother and father that have bought him for $1 million on the private hospital black market, and you do not know anything about this. You go home with your grief and your empty hands, and your child is growing up happily somewhere across the country, and you do not know about it. Just a moment, please. The Lord went on to say, any man who connects with these women will not be able to have children. So God is not talking to the men who have mistakenly married transgender, who have had the surgery, and you've been with your wife for six years now, no baby, and you don't know that the reason she can never give you a baby is because she does not have the necessary apparatus. God is talking about the women that he has cursed for their many abortions and they never repented. The women who they have had maybe one and God was like, okay, since you cannot value the clump of cells, since you cannot follow the necessary logic to know that if a clump of frog cells eventually gives you the happy frogs in the pond, then it must mean that a clump of human cells is about to turn into a Harvard graduate, but you stopped that process, so no future babies for you. He said that any man who would marry one of these women because he has not searched out from God, who is this woman that I like? Who is this woman that I'm seeking to join covenant with? He said that you also will remain childless. You will be a root that has no branches to your name. You will have no arrows in your quiver. You will have no arrows for your bow. You will stay childless. So he said, do your due diligence before you marry and make sure you seek God with dedicated prayer and fasting to know who your rightful spouse is supposed to be. And so the next thing I saw is role reversal, role reversal. I saw men and women changing their roles. And what happened is that the media in this country glorified it as if it was the coolest, most amazing thing that we had ever seen with every man who had a successful womb implantation and brought forth a child. The media of America glorified it as if it was the best, best thing that could ever happen. It was on the news like a WWE championship shock value loop. Look at this. Isn't this beautiful? Isn't this amazing? It's never been done before, but oh, beautifully done. They kept it going. They celebrated it. And as a result, it brought a strange kind of division to the minds of people. I saw many ordinary people beginning to struggle because they were living in a society that was glorifying madness and instability. But if you spoke about it, you were treated as if you were the one who was mad and unstable. If you commented on the weirdness of society, society responded by treating you like the intolerant one, like treating you like you were the mad one. So media was powerfully shaping the narrative concerning societal changes, or should I say society's degeneration. They were chronicling it and glorifying it to normalize it. And so I saw people's minds splitting between 
what has always been true and the new truth. And I saw that as a result of this 24-7 propaganda being pumped into the general drinking supply for our minds, the two worlds began to clash and people, those who are moved by anything, those who do not know what is true and cannot stand by the truth, even if it's just them and their cat against 500 other people telling them, you're wrong, you're, you're a poor excuse for a human being, you're intolerant. All the people basically who are weak emotionally now, and they need constant affirmation and they need to be accepted, and so they will hide their true feelings. I saw that those people began to get seriously confused about what is real and what is not, and what is true and what is not, and what is acceptable and what is not, and what is righteous and what is not. I saw that that began to happen. And also I saw severe restriction of speech. Hate speech will definitely become a highly, highly publicized thing. Speech I saw was censored and it was judged to such a high point that people began to openly fight about these things. So schism of the mind, I saw that it was hurting people to try and process the day-to-day changes that was happening in this world. And that's because... A thing would be put in front of you. You can't deny that the thing is there. You do see it, but you just can't believe what you're seeing all the same. People were struggling. You can't believe it, but there it is. And God says that what people will see in these last days, it will have their hearts hurting and it will have their minds fighting, refusing that such things can exist. And yet it will be there. And God says it will hurt to use your common sense and it will hurt to try and have a logical conversation with people. And that's because the foundation stones of the earth will be smashed. What does this mean? It means that things that we have always known will fall away to be replaced by a very subjective reality. So what is this subjective reality? This subjective reality is a person saying that for me, the sky is pink. I gaze up and I see that beautiful pink sky and that's all I need. And then people will insist that not only is the sky pink, they will insist that they be allowed to think this way. And they will also insist that you should join them in it and stop believing that the sky is actually blue. They will insist on a reality for themselves. So what they will do is they will create their personal reality and then they will use the rights of personal freedom to say, I have the right to have this viewpoint. I have the right to have this thought process. But then they will also say that they should be allowed to have that right. So they will not want to look at if it's harmful, if it's something that could spread. For instance, you see grown adults now calling themselves cats and the children are picking up on this and they're refusing to emote as people and relate as people and they want to meow for everything. And in many homes, parents are tolerating this because this is what the parents of now do. They want to be caregivers to cats and not little boys and girls. And then eventually the final step is now they will go from a personal reality. They will go from saying that their personal reality should be allowed and they will finally begin to attack the personal realities of others and say, no, you cannot hold this view. You have to join the pink sky group, which just goes to show how selfish this kind of thing is. You want to create a bubble for yourself, but then you want to come out of your bubble and then destroy everybody else's bubble. So what? So your bubble can be the unifying ruling bubble. 
And so God says it is coming that truth will be erased from the earth. And when truth disappears, guess who disappears with it? Jesus Christ, for he is truth. He says that this world will go into madness and it is the fitting judgment upon a world that hates God. Just a moment, please. The next thing the Lord spoke about is shock value. I did say that you needed resilience for this prophecy. You need to be tough. Shock value is coming as a form of social currency. That's right. It will no longer be that you will have a YouTube channel and you will say on this YouTube channel, we're going to talk about politics on this YouTube channel. We're going to talk about how to grow potatoes for prepping. No, people are going to move to shock value channels. Shock value is where you do something, not because it's necessarily good for you or because it even benefits you, but you're going to do it because it shocks people and gets attention. God says that people will begin to do horrific things to be considered the only channel that does this or the only network that does this. They're going to do horrible things to shock the public so that they can be seen as risque and avant-garde and they want to get this dubious label of, we go beyond the limits. We do this to bring you the news, or this is the only channel that you can see this and this. Here are some of the things. God says that people will tattoo their eyes, not their eyelids, the actual part of the eye. They will tattoo the insides of their eyes, black and many other colors, and they would love, they will enjoy putting their gaze on people suddenly so people can be taken aback at seeing totally black eyes or totally bright blue eyes or red eyes or something like that. He said that they will color their faces in big blocks of color like a child's puzzle. And indeed, I was seeing a man who had decided to go with a fetching Rubik's Cube design and his face was in big blocks of blue and yellow and white and black and red and green and orange and back to blue, an adult male tattooed his face in that way. God says that people will even remove their teeth and parade like that in front of others. So they're going to move their teeth all together and walk around gumless at age 22 for shock value. Some will even have metal spikes put in there or something else and then love smiling at people suddenly. Why? To shock other people. And if you're wondering why people would do this and just think that doesn't make any sense, there are a few core truths that I have always taught on this channel. And as long as you hold on to those truths, no matter what prophecy you hear, you will always link it back to those truths, which are biblical. And you will understand this entire prophecy, men giving birth, men having breasts, women being able to inseminate and father children. All of this tattooed eyes, Rubik's cube faces, it makes no sense until you remember one core truth. Who is behind all of this? Satan. What is Satan's job in the, in the earth? What is the one thing that Satan managed to effectively do in the garden with Adam and Eve? He destroyed the image of man. It doesn't matter how far out Satan goes. As long as you always remember what we call in law, the basic premise, you'll never get lost in any prophetic message. Satan's job is to destroy the image of man because God created man in his own image and Satan doesn't want to see anything that reminds him of God down here in the beast system, twisted backward utopia. 
So this is why people will damage themselves. This is why people tattoo their faces now and do all the stuff that they do. They call it fashion and style, but they are being prompted from an age old rebellious seed to desecrate the temple because this is where the Holy spirit comes to dwell. This is what he loves. This is God's house. So Satan will put Rubik's cubes on the house and metal spikes in the house. Just the way vandals destroy property, he will destroy God's property and do his best to make sure that the heart inside the property becomes so rebellious and so cold that it can no longer be accepted into God's reward, which is eternal sonship with the Father in heaven. And so as God was allowing all this information to flood my mind, I saw something a TED talk, but I guarantee you it was not like any TED talk we have ever seen. It was a live TED talk being streamed on YouTube and every other platform. And there on a huge screen, you know, the familiar TED talk screen and they have that massive screen in the back. What I saw was that a man was having live penis removal surgery under local anesthetic. And I remember thinking, looking at that vision, I would think that you would need at least 20 gallons of gas to get through that kind of major surgery. He was under only local and he was telling us, even though this thing looked like the most brutal, painful and traumatizing thing I'd ever seen, he was telling the crowd because he was giving the Ted talk that he knew that the end result of his choice was going to be the most freeing thing that he had ever done because once his male member had been removed, he would be free of the limitations and the prison of gender. So he was going genderless. I have spoken about this. Go back and check the prophecies, especially the ones about the beast system where I'm speaking of the strange things of the coming times. I've spoken that people will outright say that stuff like marriage should be banned because marriage is a prison and ma marriage is forcing a man to stay married to a woman and it's limiting people and they should do away with marriage altogether. I've spoken of how when that young man in school sees a girl that he has a crush on and he's feeling, I am young, but that's the girl I want to marry. If he is so unwise as to mention it to his peers, they would say to him, you're still attracted to women? Oh my goodness. That's so last century. And they will mock that boy until he will keep his feelings to himself or he will start himself on the road to hating women and ending up with someone who is a male like himself. So as this man was lying there, blinking like a stunned bat, tears flooding out of his eyes as he's on his back having this live surgery and the surgery is magnified on the screen so we can all see it. The surgeon finally finished and just threw his good friend there in the metal tray as something that was finished with. And then the surgeon began to take questions from the audience because obviously at that point, the man was not much good for conversation because of the pain that he was in. So the surgeon was taking questions. And as I was looking at this, the Lord said, this is blood sports, Celestial. 
Blood sports will become the favorite pastime of people in the end times. If anything has blood in it, if it has gore, it's going to be a winner because bloodlust is going to be running high in the population. And I just have to tell you, when bloodlust is running high inside mankind, demons are also running high inside mankind. So to those who cannot keep away from certain shows on Netflix, you are prime candidates for these demons that God is talking about. He said, it will be just like the Roman arenas where they had to keep throwing people to the lions. They had to keep murdering people with the gladiators. They had to keep cutting off their heads and putting them on pikes and hanging the pikes in the street. This is the kind of brutal activities, brutal entertainment. And he says that when you see that, the population has gone bloodthirsty. And so it will take blood to keep them entertained. Shock value. If you cut off your ear on your channel or cut off your thumb, you will get views, likes, these clicky emojis, heart, smile, hug emojis, things like that. If you pierce yourself through your eyelid and you don't use, sub and you don't use any painkillers, your subscribers will skyrocket. People will cheer others on as they destroy themselves on tape, guaranteed. God says we will see the greatest displays of madness that have ever been seen in human history. Congratulations to my generation. This means that Attila the Hun did not manage. The Roman Empire did not manage to spill the amount of blood. The British Empire, with all their conquering and killing, God says they will not equal the displays of madness and bloodlust that we will see in this final time. And he said, thanks to social media, it will be coming live into the living room with all the demons that go along with it. Madness will be on display for all to see because screens exist in every place now to make it easily accessible. I also saw women having the same type of surgery that that man had put on live video. People were mutilating themselves and there was a spike in the death rate because obviously these types of surgeries were never envisaged by God to ever happen. So people were tuning in and basically watching people die on camera. And I saw that videos like that were not removed. They began to carry age restrictions at best, but they were not censored, meaning that they would not be covered and they were not judged as harmful content. They were labeled as personal preference content for whoever wanted to watch it. And there was a new rise in another type of video, child molestation videos. That's right. Pedophilia is illegal now yes, an offense with jail time and great fury from the public when it happens. Yes, for now. In the future, it was not only okay, it was accessible, meaning that you could access it on online platforms. These online platforms were available. They were not illegal. They only had maybe a plus 16 or I guess plus age 12 restriction warning. And it was nothing that people got upset anymore. It was called preference. And so 
I saw a little boy who was wearing lingerie. He was wearing matching lingerie in pink with little angel wings and frills and fluff. And the front part was totally cut out. And he was walking across a stage being led by an adult male who was in the same outfit, little angel wings and um, little fluffs and rustle and the front part cut out. If I have to see it, you can hear it because it is a reality. And so the man was dancing across the stage and he was taking the little boy with him and they were at a live show, a live show, a stage with red curtains. The man was primping, modeling, but the child was not doing as much because the heels he was wearing, the women's heels that he were, was wearing were too big for his feet. And so he was trying not to stumble and fall in the heels. And this baby was too small to even know what, what he was doing or where he was. He could not have been older than seven years old, a beautiful little kid. He couldn't have been older than seven years old, performing at a pedophile voyeurism show. That means there was a live audience, but because it was also pay-per-view, it was being beamed out and people were paying to watch it. And the piece that I was looking at, somebody had taken a live clip from the show. So the person was at the show and the person began to stream from the show and then it was available. And that's what God was showing me that the person was putting up a live stream from this place and it was not considered pedophilia. It was not considered child abuse and it was not considered abnormal. It was all of it legal and nobody was saving that child because that was that child's job. That could have even been his father he was on stage with and CPS will not do nothing. So the scripture that the Lord gave me was, whoever causes one of these little ones to, who believe in me to sin, it will be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. And so the word of that time will be age appropriate. Think how far we've come. In the earlier years, 40s, 50s, 60s, they used to have warnings on the movies. There was a film censorship board in the 50s and the 60s, PG, PG-13. But now the stuff that passes for PG-13 is just pure blood sports. So by the time we get to there, like I said, all the appropriate fences that surround us and monitor us as a society had been removed. The Lord said, when pedophilia is decriminalized, everybody who is hearing these prophecies, you will remember that he told us it was coming and everything that comes along with it. So what happens when you decriminalize pedophilia? Is that just it? Does the law just fall away and that's all that's happened? It's okay to touch an eight-year-old now when you're like 49? No. You now begin to marry children and you now begin to hear stories of what happens after people marry. Children get pregnant children have sex, children give birth. This is what happens when you break down a wall. New things are after it. And so the end of the age is coming with power, deception, and all lying wonders known to man. And quite a few that man in his right mind never heard of until those days come and we see these things. God was telling me that people will want to scream for the things that they will be seeing and hearing on the news. And there will be still more atrocious things coming down 
the pipeline, life will become godless because God will withdraw and allow humanity to have the things that they are always protesting in the streets that they want. They don't want children. They want to be able to remove the clump of cells. So there will be no clumps of cells arriving, no matter how much you want one later, because this is the curse upon the land for the sins that it has created. The Lord says that we will be in a world with no rules, no laws, and no limits, no God. He says that we will know how he feels because when the degeneracy and the rot of America in particular comes out like an exploding septic tank, which puts all its contents on the front lawn, we will see at that time more than we ever wish to see. So I always tell people who come here and quarrel with me, why are you so graphic? And God didn't say those things. And it's just your mind. And I always just tell them politely, be quiet. Take your Linus blanket and go back and watch Kenneth Copeland, because that's probably all you can handle. Go sing hymns with the gathers and let the adults do the mature work of the Lord. God said that when these things actually come to pass, we will know what he has been seeing, dealing with, and hating all along because we will see it. We will have to deal with it. We will hate it. And he says at that time, every person's heart who still loves Jesus Christ, including the blanket havers now who say that these things are not true. He said that we will experience the depth of the pain that he has had to bear all this time. And I'm always saying it. God is bearing the pain alone now because God is 24 hours on the clock. When they abduct the women into the van and they take them from Mexico to wherever, raping them the whole trip, God is in that van. He sees the pain of those women. But now when these things spill out and become mainstream, those who deny that there are children in containers, those who deny that there are rituals going on, when the rituals have finally managed to change the laws and they're being live streamed, well then, what will you say? Some people have so much cognitive dissonance that they will say, oh no, this sin must have started. This must be a new type of sin that just started. No, they're just going to finally get the world to where they can come out in the open. Because if there's one thing Satan hates, is to continually remain hidden. Satan is a creature so full of pride that he must boast of his accomplishments. He absolutely has to. The last part of this prophecy is entitled bestiality. People will sleep with their pets. There's a whole prophecy dedicated to this. I will try and do that one before I bring this to a close says people will sleep with their pets. They will sleep with animals, women with dogs and other animals, men with male and female animals, filmed, live, shown in broad daylight, daytime TV. It will not be late night. It will not be that secret pay-per-view that people watch when they go to hotels. It will be readily available as daytime programming if you or your nine-year-old wants to watch it. All of it labeled personal preference content. You just look for it and you watch. 
No one will call you a child trafficker if you come upon a child being molested by a dog. No one will call you a bestiality trafficker if you want to see a woman with a four-footed animal. It will all be called age-appropriate content. This is what the Lord God has shown me. Thank you for visiting the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and until I see you again, goodbye.